Growing Up, our brand new resource for churches and parents is out now. Woohoo! With Sunday school sessions, training videos, podcast episodes for parents and one for the whole family. All there to help our children navigate the confusion, filter the messages they're surrounded by and hear God's good story. All our Growing Up resources point to the Heavenly Father who loves our children even more than we do and has the answer to their biggest questions about who they are and how to live. Together, as families and churches, we can support each other to start good conversations about bodies, gender and marriage so our children can grow up hearing God's good story. Head over to the website faithinkids.org and find out all the details about growing up. Hello, I'm Ed. This is the Faith in Kids podcast. We're delighted to be here. Jam, who are you? I'm Jam, as previously mentioned, and I'm really pleased to be back too. We're loving the book of Ephesians. They said it couldn't be done. Did they say that? I'm not (laughs) sure they did. If you have listened to six episodes and you roughly get what's going on, you are amazing. Well done. We're loving this and I hope you are too. Before we go any further, I'd love you to run around your house and find the prop you need for today. I need something that is dark inside. That's a bin liner or a box. And I also need you to find a soft toy. Off you go. Go! Running, running, running around the house. Running, running. Okay, if you're still running around the house looking for stuff, that's fine. Hit pause. If you've got a bin liner, don't use the bin liner that's in the bin with rubbish in it because this is going to get very messy. So press pause because we're going to carry on. Okay, we have a whip around question. Here it is. Have you ever been somewhere which is totally dark? Ed? Yes. Yes, I have. I have. I've... um. I mentioned last time that I, I have actually been diving underwater. If you, if you, I've dived underwater in a cave and it's very frightening. Being dark underwater is, is awful. Yes, that's probably the worst thing I can imagine. <laughs> Genuinely. I live near a series of caves called Wookie Hole and also Cheddar Gorge. And it gives me the real creeps going around there because not only is it not only is it confined, it's also dark and then very wet and, yes, scary. Yeah, I think really when we say have you ever been somewhere dark, we really mean have you ever been somewhere and been scared. So whip around to each other and ask each other the whip around question, have you ever been somewhere which is totally dark in brackets and been a bit scared? Question mark.
Okay, if you're still talking, then you can pause because we're going to carry on. Today, we are thinking about dark and light, and I know which one I prefer. Jam, will you festoon me with your fun facts? I will festoon you away with facts about light. So let's talk about light, which is so fast it goes at 300,000 kilometres per second. That's such a big distance so fast it doesn't mean anything. But it does mean that it can go round the Earth seven and a half times in one second. Wow. Again, so big it doesn't mean anything. What do you measure light in? You measure it in lumens. That mean, that's the brightness of the light. Now, here's, here's my funnest fact, I think, possibly, of the, of the lot. When you say you will be somewhere in a jiffy, you are referring to an actual unit of measurement. A jiffy is the time it takes for light to travel one centimetre in a vacuum. Wow, which Jam. Is, which, given how far and fast light goes, is such a tiny amount of time... It's just, it is it's literally a jiffy, isn't it? It's not even a jiffy. It, it, it's, it's shorter than a click. So which animals use light? The anglerfish hypnotises its prey uh, before devouring it. It's down in the deep, isn't it? Now, in the, in you the know what an anglerfish looks like, don't you, Jam? Yeah, it's, it's a, got a little... It has a thing coming out of its head with a little light yeah. bulb on the end. Yeah, the problem is with all of these um, underwater facts is all the kids these days have seen Octonauts, which has basically told kids about every single amazing oh. thing that's in the ocean. I love so Octonauts. They might, they might also know about this stoplight loose jaw, which takes advantage of its prey's disability to see red light and projects a beam of red light so that they can see, which is a very unfair advantage. Well, so they're so using a form of light that other fish can't see. Oh, it's another... Okay, what's it called? It's called the Stoplight Loose Jaw. It's the a fish. The Stoplight Loose Jaw. Crumbs. And uh, then, of course, the other animal is the firefly, and they use light. Uh, it's like a chemical cold... Confu- it's like a chemical reaction inside them to make light. Fireflies, of course, they're not flies. They're beetles. I am sure it is... If you don't know what a firefly is, I'm sure it is worth you looking for a video of one on the internet because yeah. they are just amazing. Imagine, imagine having a bottom that glowed in the dark. Last fun fact, which I really enjoyed. Are you always being told to turn the light off? And Ed, as a dad, are you always telling your kids yes. to turn the light off? Yes. None of them will have done anything as bad as this because someone left a light on for 77 years years what where in a restaurant in los angeles called clifton's cafeteria there was a neon light a long strip light and the place was redecorated and they built a wall in front of it and nobody turned it off no and then 77 years later they took this wall down and discovered this thing was still on and had been on for 77 years a light bulb that lasted 77 years It was still on and they worked out that over the years it must have cost them about $17,000 to keep the light on. No, that's a nightmare. Yeah. Okay, I I like that one too. Yeah, that's that's a great one. For me, that's the best one. Now, we're up to the beginning of chapter five of Ephesians. That is an amazing achievement. 
These are hard ideas and you have been listening, concentrating, learning and Jesus will definitely be working in your life because he's promised to when we open the Bible. Today we're looking at how Paul says we are like darkness or light. We're not like both. We are like one or the other. Can you work out which you are? Listen carefully. For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Live as children of light, for the fruit of the light consists in all goodness, righteousness and truth. And find out what pleases the Lord. Have nothing to do with the fruitless deeds of darkness, but rather expose them. It is shameful even to mention what the disobedient do in secret. But everything exposed by the light becomes visible, and everything that is illuminated becomes a light. I would love you to put your soft toy into the darkness. Put your soft toy in your black bin liner, close up the black bin liner, and then just open it enough to look through a hole. Okay? So you can't see anything, I would imagine. Your bear is in the darkness. This is what Paul says it is like if we're not a Christian, if we're not in God's family. It doesn't matter what the bear does, it is still in the darkness. We've just read, for you were once darkness. Have you ever woken up in the middle of the night on a holiday and been totally confused? Where am I? Why is there a window there? Who's in the room with me? You can't see where you are, It doesn't make any sense. You've forgotten you're on holiday. You can't even work out the door is the number of times I've walked into beds and cupboards. This is what it's like before someone is a Christian. Darkness because you can't see how it really is. You can't see the truth. You can't understand who God is. You can't understand who we are. You don't know the best way to live and you don't know how to treat others. So you can't be good. Because to be good is to live for God. What a sad way it is to live. To put a bear in a dark bag feels a bit cruel. To live in the darkness instead of walking into the light. So Paul says, once we were darkness, but now he says, you are children of the light. Take the soft toy out the bag. Take the soft toy blinking into the light. This is what it is, what God has done for us if we're Christians. If we're trusting Jesus, he has taken us out of the darkness and into the light. And he says we are children of the light. And just so you know, there is nothing that bear could do to mean it's back in the darkness. There's nothing we can do to be back in the darkness. You have brought that bear out of the darkness. God brings us out of the darkness. We read in verse 8, But now you are light in the Lord. Live as children of light. 
So see the truth. Know who God is. This is what you've done when you've opened the Bible. Maybe you don't remember a time when you didn't know who God was because you have been in the light. You understand you're created by God. You know you've been forgiven. You know how others should be treated as you want to be treated. You know that sin is still a part of your life and the spirit is changing you. Was there a moment on holiday when you woke up in the darkness and you switched on the light and suddenly everything made sense? Oh, I remember. This is the room I went to sleep in. There's my brother. I remember this house. There's the door. There's the loo. It's fine. That's what it's like to live in the light. You understand it. It makes sense. You know what to do. Paul says, so live as children of the light. I was cycling with my son through a cycling tunnel, like a pedestrian tunnel, just this week. He had heard that you can catch coronavirus through your eyes and through your mouth. So as we cycled through the tunnel, do you know what he did? He held his breath, closed his mouth and shut his eyes. Do you know what happened next? He cycled into the pavement and went flying over the handlebars. I I, I cycled over. What on earth were you doing? He said, I'd shut my eyes. I have never heard someone do something so stupid in all my life. He was fine. He was discovering what it is like to live in the darkness. Don't do it. It makes no sense. If you're in the light, you just keep your eyes open. It's so much easier. So as Christians, we are children of the light. Keep your eyes open. Think about what is true. Think about what is good. Do the right thing. When Paul says be children of the light, he just means do the stuff you know you're meant to do. It's not complicated. Just avoid closing your eyes and pretending you don't know about it. Just to finish, two what ifs. What if I am in darkness? What if I don't think I'm a Christian? Well, Everyone wants to live in the light. Ask Jesus to take you out of the darkness and into the light. To forgive you and to allow you to be in his family forever. If you've never done that, talk to your parents. Talk to them about it. They'll help you make sense of it. Second, what if? What if I am a child of the light, but I don't always feel like it? Well, Paul has an answer to that here. He says... The fruit of the light is all goodness, righteousness and truth. If you're a child of the light, you are in the light. But it's like a fruit that grows slowly. Apples don't grow up overnight. Strawberries don't suddenly appear. Slow but sure. So you're in the light. But the fruit of life, light, that is being good. Knowing the truth, telling the truth. That changes slowly. Be patient. Don't panic. If Jesus has you, you're a child of the light and there's nothing you can do to go back into the darkness. You are safe. What great news. Let me pray. Father, thank you that Jesus takes us out of the darkness of not knowing, of not understanding, of not being able to be good and he brings us into the light and he makes us children of the light. Thank you, Father, 
that that is who we are, that is where we are, that is what we're like, even when we feel like it's not going that well. We're so pleased to be children of the light. Help us to know how to keep our eyes open and how to live for Jesus. Amen. Amen. So now's the time for you to have a chat about what Ed's just said with Ed's Got Questions. Ready? Under fives. Do you prefer being in the light or the dark? If you had a choice, which would you go for? Fives to sevens. Being part of Jesus's big family is like being in the dark or being in the light. Can you remember? Eights to elevens. What is the best part about living in the light for Jesus? Elevens to fourteens. This stuff is hard to understand because it's not what we see. What do we see as we look around at each other and ourselves that shows this is true? Can you tell the difference between people who live in the dark and people who live in the light? Very quickly, under fives, do you prefer light or dark? Fives to sevens, is being part of Jesus' family like being in the dark or like being in the light? Eights to elevens, what's the best part of living in the light? And elevens to fourteens, can you see the difference between living in the dark and living in the light? Off you go. If you're enjoying that chat, then press pause and carry on chatting. But we're going to move on with Amy, who is going to fight the virus. Hi, Amy here. Welcome to Fight the Virus. Today, we are thinking about how to live as children of light and how living as children of light can brighten up even a dark day and even a sad time. Now, at the moment, whilst we're fighting the virus, we are safe at home and that can be a bit tricky sometimes. What do you think is the hardest thing about being at home? Playing with our brothers and sisters or doing our schoolwork. Ah, yes, it can be a bit hard, can't it? Because we can end up falling out, getting on each other's nerves, not wanting to do our work. But if we have been changed from darkness to light, if God is at work in us, how will that make a difference to those things? We can try better. Okay, so is it just, we just have to make more of an effort to be good? No, we can ask Jesus to help us. He has changed us and he will help us to be different. So instead of arguing, we could... Be nice. Instead of giving up on our maths work, we could... Persevere. Oh, persevere, good word. Yes, we could do all of those things because... We are children of light and God has changed us and is helping us to be different, to show what having him in our lives does for us. So we can brighten up our streets, our roads, our homes, even our bedrooms by remembering who we are and living like the people God has made us to be. Fight the virus. Love one another. Because you are loved and God is with you to help you. Shall we pray? Yeah. 
Heavenly Father, we pray that you will help us to live as children of light, to be changed by what you have done for us so that we love others. Help us at home to love one another. Help us to keep going with our schoolwork. Help us to trust and love you and be the change that you want us to be. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Amy. And now here's something to help us think more about dark and light. Hello, I am light. When the sun starts to rise, morning has broken, a sight for sore eyes. Daytime is over, and dark is my name. In me there is mischief, you won't get the blame. Hide in the shadows and do what you please, but you'll stumble and fall, take the skin off your knees. Let me show you the way to the truth and the life. In darkness is freedom, indulgence and strife. You children of light, from darkness you flee. Don't spend time in places where you cannot see. Stay here, enjoy bitterness, envy and rage. Don't turn on the light, come with me to the grave. Wake up, O sleeper, and rise from the dead. You're part of Christ's body, and he is our head. Life's not a battle of darkness and light. There isn't a contest, not even a fight. Flick on the switch at the scene of a crime. Darkness is gone. Light wins. Every time. We're going to have a song now, and this is Michael Tinker with Let Your Light Shine. get a whole load of Michael J Tinker's music from his website michaeljtinker.com links in the show notes and also he's doing loads of stuff on Facebook live as well so go and follow him on Facebook links to that in the show notes too we're going to finish now aren't we we are we are Jam when did you first come into the light how old were you very hard to answer but I suspect I was about 11 I think maybe when I was 11 I thought oh I think I've been living in the dark and I think I'm now living in the light but when I when I move from dark to light, I don't really know. But I kind of noticed it particularly when I was about 11. How about you, Ed? I think it was about the same age. I actually heard someone explain this stuff, Jam. They were saying, just like sometimes uh, you go from a dark and you come blinking out of the light into the cave. Or sometimes you sit watching the sun coming up slowly. For some people, they can remember the moment. They went mm. from darkness to light. 
And for other people, it might have happened over a year, but they're sure they're now in the light. I think that's the same for you and I, isn't it? Something like that, definitely. Very good. You could even ask your mum and dad about that, couldn't you? It's an excellent conversation to have. Jam, why don't you thank God that we're children of the light? I will do that. Father God in heaven, we thank you that we are children of the light. We don't need to be afraid of the dark or be afraid that we're people of the dark because Jesus has done everything because he is the light. And we pray that we would live as people of the light and be a blessing to those around us, especially in these difficult times. And we pray all those things in Jesus' name and for his glory. Amen. Amen. It has been great to be a blessing in your kitchen. Thank you for letting us be there. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Bye. Guys.